Hello, and welcome to Owl Talk, the ISH's official podcast. My name is Jovan Lemon, and I am Head of Individuals and Societies and Teacher of Geography at the International School Hilfsen. I am also the Head of the Sustainability Committee. The aim of this podcast is to provide members of the ISH community with an opportunity to learn about the groups and committees that play a significant role in our school experience. This podcast will take the form of an interview come chat with special guests from those groups. It's an opportunity to learn about their thoughts, motivations and aspirations for success. So, this is podcast number two in a short series of podcasts, and today we'll be interviewing two special guests from the ISH Sustainability Committee. Now, sustainability is a topic that we take very seriously at ISH, and sustainability um, obviously is becoming a very, a very huge issue, a global issue, when we look at wicked problems such as climate change and all the impacts that climate change is going to have and is already having on, on our lives. As a school, we take this very, very seriously and we are trying to educate and encourage our students to participate and become more sustainable citizens, more sustainable global citizens. And today with me, my two special guests are Laura and Ellis, who are the chairs of the Sustainability Committee. Now, I've known both these ladies for about two years, and at the moment I have the privilege of teaching Ellis Geography, and hopefully next year I'll have the privilege of teaching Laura Geography. Um, I'd like to ask them to introduce themselves to you. Laura. Yes, so I'm Laura, I'm 15 years old, I'm in grade 10 right now, um, I come from Belgium, and I've yeah been in the council uh, for two years now, um, and I really enjoy it. So I'm Ellis, and I'm from the Netherlands, I'm in grade 10 as well, together with Laura, uh, and I've been chairing the council with her for the last uh, few years. I, I think looking at our role division, I'm taking on more of an internal role, I'm in contact with students in the council and the ones who get want to get involved that aren't in the council at the moment. Yep, and then I'm more um, also looking at external links of, um, yeah, just other ways to get more other people involved or to, um, yeah, bring other information, I guess, from uh, outside the school into okay. the school. Okay, thank you. So, Ellis... Could you explain to us what the mission of the group exactly is? Well, I mean, generally speaking, our slogan is making your education greener. And so we're actually just striving to make the school a more sustainable place um, by raising awareness and inspiring the school's community to take initiative themselves as well. Uh, We just want to encourage people to make more sustainable and ethical choices, not just at school, but also at home in their own environments uh, to reduce negative impacts on the environment. We want to identify and solve problems and stimulate people, even that are not involved with the council, to do the same through interactive projects. Thank you. Laura, why is this actually important for our school? I think it's really important for everyone, but especially youth in general, because obviously we're the ones who will have to deal with the problems of climate change, and we're also the ones who can still change the impact of um, the last generations, for example. Um 
And I think as a school, it's just really important that everyone's aware of it and also actively trying to make a difference and understanding that change comes also from within and from where, yeah, you just, as individuals, you have so much power to already make a change. And if we all do that together, um, I think there's, it's just so positive, like a positive um, atmosphere in the group as well, that you see everyone just striving for that, yeah, green future and hoping that, Obviously, we have still a future where we don't have to suffer from these problems. And um, yeah, that's just why I think it's so important. So why did you two actually get involved in the first place in the Sustainability Committee? Because I know we started up about two years ago when we uh, actually had the big sustainability festival. And you guys were in uh, still in grade eight at the time, if I can remember. Yeah. Um, so what, what actually inspired you to get involved at such a young age? I think that together um, in Group 8, we did an exhibition project. I think that's where we can all lead it back to about global warming. And ever since we did that project together, I think we've kind of been looking for a way to get more involved and to make a difference, Um, especially, I mean, at such a young age, you know, grade 8, I think that when the opportunity arose, we were just like, yeah, let's take it and let's see where it takes us. And yeah, I exactly. Think, yeah. yeah, we just, I think we looked at each other. I think it was you, Miss Van Lemmen, who was presenting it. Like, this is the opportunity. And we just looked at each other and we said, this is really something we want to get involved in. Um, and then we had the chance to go to the primary school at the ISH um, and teach them a bit about recycling and do some fun workshops at the festival that we do every year. Um, and yeah, then... The year after, we were um, we were asked if we wanted to be the chairs, and we were very happy to do so. Yeah, and for me, you know, it's not just educating other people or inspiring other people. It's also educating myself. I've learned mm. so much in the process that I had no idea about before. Who else is actually involved in in this uh, committee? Obviously, well, apart from the three of us. <laughs> yeah, well, we have... So we have... Normally, it's one student from every uh, mentor class, so we have quite a lot of students who then come together almost, well, not every Thursday, but a lot of Thursdays. Um, and and so it's one class, one member from each class. Um, but obviously, if anyone else wants to get involved, who like come up to us like, yeah, I wasn't chosen for, for my class. Um, can I still join? We're obviously more than welcome. Yeah, I think we're doing this not just for the school, but with the school, you know, it's about learning together and making improvements as a community as well. Yeah. So have you actually had quite a lot of interest from people who who have not actually been the class representative as well? Yeah, I think it depends on classes because obviously you see sometimes as well where there's a class where there's a lot of people who are interested and then obviously with that limitation of only one person per class, um, sometimes we yeah we get people who want to join the council or just want to join a project or have some ideas. Um, and that's also obviously really nice and one of the things we really want is to get everyone involved. Um, and yeah, how they want to get involved is kind of up to them. Mm. Yeah. So talking about you just mentioned projects, um, could you tell us or tell tell the audience a little bit about what kind of projects uh, we've already done as a committee? Um, so one of the biggest projects we currently have running is one that actually, like we just tried to say, is getting people to uh, interact with the council. So we're organizing a, a global climate simulation. Yeah, um, together we're, we're t- training um, for these workshops, to give these workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're giving them to the DP1s and hopefully we can bring it to more people as well together. Yeah, and the interesting thing about that is, so 
This is um, Luna. That's a girl in um, in the U.S. who I got in contact with through my dad, and she's very, very active with climate change in her uh, community, and she has her own organization running as well called Effective Ac Climate Action. Um, and so I got on, in contact with her, and she's also doing a project with me. Um, and I followed one of her workshops, and it was so inspiring. And I just thought directly about the school, like, wow, this is just something amazing for them to um, to kind of pass on as an experience. Um, so yeah, and then we found out we could do the training um, to become facilitators for this workshop. Um, and yeah, so that's what we're doing right now. We're um, going to, we're almost done with our training and then we're going to hopefully um, be able to pass on that knowledge and the amazing experience to the DP1s um, yeah. that do geography. So what what other projects have been going on inside the school as well? We've had some sort of ongoing projects. Could you uh, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so our council is actually divided into a series of smaller groups and each of those groups are working more individually. We're encouraging them to, you know, uh, take action themselves in projects in and around the school. We have groups taking care of teacher workshops because obviously sustainability isn't just relevant to the students here, it's relevant to everyone. Um, we have a group taking care of putting air filtering plants in the school because it's also, you know, the exterior of the school, the way we present ourselves, show that we have knowledge of sustainability and that we're working on it. We have also groups, um, I think it's some of the younger students as well, who are um, thinking about more awareness around the school of, for example, taking, putting off the lights, um, really like maybe smaller differences, but just to bring awareness to everyone in the school, like, okay, this is what we stand for, this is just being aware of things, what is necessary, um, how can we just, with small differences, make a make an impact that we don't turn the light, leave the lights on for that long. Um, yeah, and you just mentioned the teacher workshop, and that's really something I also want to uh, talk about. Talk about because I think it's. I I saw the presentation that they are working on, and it's. I, I'm really really impressed by them, um, and it's so powerful. I think to have these students actually educating the teachers about, you know, this is our future and this is um, what we think is important, so it should be important to you as well. Um, and so that's just a project that I'm really, really happy about. And yeah, I think it will be very, very powerful to have these uh, students talk to the teachers eventually. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that <laughs> as well. Um, and there's one other project, I think it's a, my particular favourite as an avid gardener, mm -hmm. uh, the Bee Project. Yes. Um, Alice, could you talk a little bit about that? Definitely. So we have the DPs working on that right now. And actually, they've been in contact with um, companies and communities outside the school as well to get it, you know, make more of an impact, get sustainability out there as more of an idea. Um, I think they're working on that now. They're making great progress, if you want to elaborate, Laura. Yeah, I think the plan was, you know more about this than me, I think, um, but the plan was to um, have um, the community in Hilversum and also, I think, the school be aware of bees in general, how important they are to our environment, um, and, yeah, then kind of help them, um, bec yeah, just with, for example, planting the plants that are necessary for them and encouraging people in the community to do so as well so that they have kind of a yeah to just stimulate their their growth and to make sure they don't yeah suffer from yeah extinction I guess I yeah I think that one thing that people often forget you know sustainability isn't just recycling and electricity it's also things like for example bee projects that can have a huge impact as well yeah. well because I think bees are also very important they they work as pollinators so it's not just 
that bees make honey you know they're also uh, very important for the natural environment and for the growth of some of some plants and and well fruits and vegetables uh, so yeah so our bee project uh, anybody who's uh, listening and um, fancies themselves it's very easy all you have to do is plant some lavender in your window box or in your garden bees love lavender and it's very easy to plant and it's a hardy plant so it will keep coming back every year So guys, um, obviously you're working together with uh, quite a number of other students. Um, could you describe some of your experiences with these uh, with the group? Because obviously it's a very diverse group from grade 7 all the way up to DP1. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, first of all, I just want to say the group is absolutely amazing every year to work with. Um, it's so fun to have everyone come together and just share that passion for climate change and just... Um, you see the passion kind of come together with, yeah, despite their ages, their age difference, they just, yeah, they're very passionate about climate change and they come together to make a change. And um, yeah, the group is just, is just amazing, I think. I mean, it, it's, it's nice to see that, you know, no matter how old you are, you're able to show initiative and especially what we encourage in the council is, you know, these small little seventh graders, they come mm -hmm. in all insecure, and, and but they have these great ideas and they're paired together with students from DP1 in grade 10. And it's so nice to see how, how they all come together and they encourage each other. And this little seventh grader, he suddenly, you know, opens up and he's so passionate and he's so inspired. I think that that's so nice to see how, how people build on each other as well. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, also just something I remember is when when groups come together or they're working on a project and then like one of the final stages, they need to ask permission to then yeah execute the plan they've been working on. And then when they come back from the from asking permission and obviously then it's allowed um, the energy, just them being so positive and being so happy about that, um, that they're able to do something. And it's just I think the boost of, oh, my God, I can make a change and this is actually allowed. And this was me that like I've been responsible for this change. Um, that's just something I, I love about the council as well. So thank you. Um, just to remind everybody that uh, I'm here with Ellis uh, and with Laura, and we're talking about the ISH's uh, sustainability committee. So we've been talking about projects that the committee has been working on so far. What are your plans or aspirations for the group in the in the future? So as chairs, obviously, you know, you're not just focusing on the now, are you? You're thinking a little bit ahead. Uh, the group has a has a vision it has a it has a mission statement so have you got any plans for the future i think that one thing that we want to do is we want sustainability in the topic of it not just to remain inside the school because of course we're booking great progress as a school but you know help other communities do the same and come together with other schools and other groups of people you know to to expand our knowledge and also show people you know this is what we're doing and we're very uh, we're very inspirational and we mm -hmm. we hope you listen to us i think that's very important as well yeah, definitely. And we also have some projects running like the um, Green Future Awards. And they, you know, it's something that we've obviously this year is the first time we're doing it. Um, but it's also something we want to keep um, keep doing in the next years and hopefully then pass on to the people who will become chairs after us. Yeah. So um, what, what's, what is the Green Future Award? Could you uh, explain to our audience a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So it's, it's um, this project that... Um, we basically the goal is to get as many people involved as possible and work together to just make any change uh, anything to do with sustainability um and yeah so we just 
we have we kind of give them the platform to uh, with some structure from us like some templates some yeah kind of guidelines of what should it be should it, it should be um, a long-term change like not just for example a bake sale and then donate to a charity um, but yeah so then anyone who kind of has had a, the idea of like oh this is something I think the school could have done better or this is something I think will have an impact um, that's in something they can um, either get together with a group or with their mentor class or just alone that's also fine um, and yeah just be responsible for that themselves and we're here to help um, and then at the end obviously we have some motivational prizes but don't tell them what they are because <laughs> it's supposed to be a surprise oh, okay <laughs> I mean I think that's that's our main goal it's it's to you know we don't want to keep the council every single student from every single mentor class that's a great structure to start with but eventually we want to make sure that you know every single person in this school has knowledge about what sustainability is and what they can do and how they can take apart we hope that everyone feels encouraged to to get involved and I think we, we're doing 3rd of June. We have our Sustainability mm -hmm. Day. Uh, Ellis, do you want to talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing? Yeah, so um, we're, we're trying to make it more structured and we're developing as we go. Uh, this, year's, this year we're going ahead with a theme because, of course, there's so many different branches of sustainability that we can talk about. Uh, one that I'm most interested in is the one we're doing this year is, is food. So it's all about making sustainable choices in the supermarket and in your diet. And, you know, it's all about the, the small changes in your daily life that don't impact your life that much, but that have a great effect on uh, sustainability and on the environment. Yeah, yeah exactly. everybody working together. Yeah, everyone doing a small thing can create a big impact. Yeah, yep. I mean, you don't have to launch a big project to uh, make a change or to be aware of what's going on around you it's all about awareness and spreading the message and doing it together and how could how can others get involved so i mean listening people listening to this podcast um it's not just students um it could also think may possibly parents uh, maybe other friends and relations of students at this school how could they get involved in sustainable action well i think that goes back to our mission because we just want to inspire other people and we want everyone to get involved because obviously then climate change is something that we can't just tackle with one student from every mentor class um, and we're obviously already making a difference but I think it's so nice to see other initiatives and people getting involved and also the B project for example that was a suggestion from a parent um, and so any student who wants to get involved or has any ideas or any tips or anything uh, they can really just come up to us at school um, and we're more than willing to listen. And um, yeah, we're also open for new members for the council um, and yeah, for parents as well. Any ideas, any initiatives, um, really we're open to anything. Um, and I think that's also the nice part of it that you see people who are also passionate about climate change and just since it's something so important to us, I think it's something that any idea is good and any way we can make a change is a more more of a change than we did before. Mm. Um, I think I think it's all about the diversity of tackling um, global warming and climate change. It's about many different types of people taking on many different types of projects. And the only way we can do that is if we allow everyone and encourage everyone to get involved. So, you know, if you feel inspired, if you have an idea, if you want to help, but you don't know how, just walk up to us or send us an email. We're always open to your ideas and yeah. whatever you think you want to do, we're, we lo would love to support you in that. Would you say that you're activists? 
Would you say that you're climate change activists? Yeah, I've in the start, I think like a year ago, my dad once called me an activist um, and I thought, well, I don't know if I should call myself that. Um, but yeah, I think right now I call myself an activist, yeah, because I also try and do stuff outside of school, obviously. Um, and it's what climate change is also the field I want to go to in the future um, because I think it's so important to me and it, um, yeah, so I would definitely call myself an activist in that way. Alice? I don't know. I mean, so far, I, I love what we're doing, and I think that it's great. I think that there's so much more I can do. And to me, it's it's not just about, you know, activism. It's not just about t telling other people. It's it's For me, it's mostly about myself as well. And of course, the change that we're making in the community with that is, is so great. But to me, it's about personal um, development as much as it is about you know, getting the message out there because that's what sustainability is. It's it's not just the community working together. It's something, it's a decision you make personally as well. Yeah, and for me, like an activist for me is also about the journey of becoming more and more involved in, in climate change. So like I know for myself, I'm not doing everything I could, um, but it's also being aware of this is what I can do and what is the next step for me. Um, and I think also just... Yeah, for anyone, if anyone wants to call themselves an activist, I think they have the right to because if that's kind of, I think it's kind of a mindset of okay, I'm just gonna do what I want, what I like, what I want that's good for the environment, um, or for anything else. Um, so yeah, I think, I think anyone has the right to call themselves an activist. Do you think that we're giving our students, um, or that we're empowering our students to become? activists to, to to become more aware and to take action do you think that we're doing enough at this school and making them aware enough so that they can they can go off and do this i think that um this school it they very much promote everyone's individuality and uh, what we've seen in the council you know because of course all the projects that we need we need approval from from teachers and we need people that help and get involved and i think that one thing we've seen is that everyone is so open to listening to your ideas so all you really have to do as an individual who wants to make a change in the school is, is speak up and that's difficult but you know there are people here who are going to listen to you and I think that that's something that comes in very handy in the council but for every individual in the school as well yeah so you're just saying people need to have a bit of courage and yeah. to actually just just speak up and say hey I have this idea uh, can I can I get involved yeah, yeah. I mean definitely I mean you know, we we were asked about the uh, we were asked to join the festival uh, in grade eight. I don't think I don't think I would have had the courage to, you know, start something like that myself. So it's it's great that the school offers those opportunities as well. But I think that what I've learned so far is, you know, everyone has has the right to say something, especially in an environment like this where people encourage it. So I really hope that you know, if there's one thing that the students in our council take away, it's that they have the right to be listened to and they have good opinions and valid opinions no matter it doesn't matter if you're in dp1 or if you're in grade 7 you know it, it you have something to say and it's inspirational and we're here to listen to you yeah definitely i think the school gives a really nice platform for anyone who has aspirations to become a climate activist um and because like ella said as well you have so much people listening to you and if you want to do something if you have an idea so much support also um and I hope also that obviously the, the Sustainability Council gives a gr uh, also a good platform for students who are kind of want to learn more about climate change, want to really learn how, yeah, what can I do to make a difference and how does it work? <laughs>
Well, our time is uh, is nearly at an end. I'd just like to ask you both uh, one more thing. Is there anything or any piece of advice that you would like to say to the people that are listening to this podcast? Um, well, first of all, maybe just anything you can do um, to make a change is amazing because obviously this is our future. Um, it isn't just me and Ellis's, but it's everyone's at the school. Um, and yeah, just we we really hope that in the future we can just keep that positivity that we have going on in the Sustainability Council and, and make a difference because I think we all want to have a green future that we don't, um, yeah, that we don't have to suffer the consequences from climate change. I, th- I think that, you know, people often forget that it's not just about the big fundamental changes that you make, it's about the little things you do as well. And, you know, in order to be aware of sustainability, you don't have to be perfect straight away. You don't have to, you know, stop eating meat directly, stop using energy, uh, stop using water, you know. It's it's about the small changes in your daily routine and being aware of those changes and the effects that they're making. I think that that's the most important part. It's just get started. Yeah, if we have everyone in the school um, just being aware of their own actions and how it's impacting the environment, we can go a long way, I think. I, I totally agree. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you two today. And I've said this to you before that, uh, you know, I find you very inspirational. And you keep me going as well in, uh, in, my, uh, in my role as, uh, as head of the Sustainability Committee. So thank you very much for coming and speaking to thank me today. You. Thank you, yeah.